Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. 1 Kings chapter 16. Then the word of the Lord came to Jehu, son of Hanani, concerning Basha. I lifted you up from the dust and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. But you followed the ways of Jeroboam and caused my people Israel to sin and to arouse my anger by their sins. So I'm about to wipe out Basha and his house, and I will make your house like that of Jeroboam, son of Nebat. Dogs will eat those belonging to Basha who die in the city, and birds will feed on those who die in the country. As for the other events of Basha's reign, what he did, and his achievements, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Basha rested with his ancestors and was buried in Tirzah, and Elah, his son, succeeded him as king. Moreover, the word of the Lord came through the prophet Jehu, son of Hanani, to Basha and his house, because of all the evil he had done in the eyes of the Lord, arousing his anger by the things he did, becoming like the house of Jeroboam, and also because he destroyed it. In the twenty-sixth year of Asa, king of Judah, Elah, son of Basha, became king of Israel, and he reigned in Tirzah two years. Zimri, one of his officials, who had command of half of his chariots, plotted against him. Elah was in Tirzah at the time, getting drunk in the home of Arza, the palace administrator, in Tirzah. Zimri came in and struck him down and killed him in the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah. Then he succeeded him as king. As soon as he began to reign and was seated on the throne, he killed off Basha's whole family. He did not spare a single male, whether relative or friend. So Zimri destroyed the whole family of Basha in accordance with the word of the Lord spoken against Basha through the prophet Jehu. Because of all the sins Basha and his son Elah had committed and had caused Israel to commit, so that they aroused the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel, by their worthless idols. As for the other events of Elah's reign and all that he did, are they not written in the annals of the book of the kings of Israel? In the twenty-seventh year of Asa, king of Judah, Zimri reigned in Tirzah seven days. The army was encamped near Gibbethon, a Philistine town. When the Israelites in the camp heard that Zimri had plotted against the king and murdered him, they proclaimed Omri, the commander of the army, king over Israel that very same day there in the camp. Then Omri and all the Israelites with him withdrew from Gibeathon and laid siege to Tirzah. When Zimri saw the city was taken, he went into the citadel of the royal palace and set the palace on fire around him. So he died because of the sins he had committed, doing evil in the eyes of the Lord and following the ways of Jeroboam and committing the same sin Jeroboam had caused Israel to commit. As for the other events of Zimri's reign and the rebellion he carried out, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Then the people of Israel were split into two factions. Half supported Timni, son of Gineth, for king, and the other half supported Omri. But Omri's followers proved stronger than those of Timni, son of Gineth. 
So Tibni died and Omri became king. In the 31st year of Asa, king of Judah, Omri became king of Israel, and he reigned 12 years, six of them in Tirzah. He bought the hill of Samaria from Shemar for two talents of silver and built the city on the hill, calling it Samaria, after Shemar, the name of the former owner of the hill. But Omri did evil in the eyes of the Lord and sinned more than all of those before him. He followed completely the ways of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, committing the same sin Jeroboam had caused Israel to commit, so that they aroused the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel, by their worthless idols. As for the other events of Omri's reign, what he did and the things he achieved, are they not written in the book of the annals of the kings of Israel? Omri rested with his ancestors and was buried in Samaria, and Ahab, his son, succeeded him as king. In the 38th year of Asa, king of Judah, Ahab, son of Omri, became king of Israel, and he reigned in Samaria over Israel 22 years. Ahab, the son of Omri, did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those before him. He not only considered it trivial to commit the sins of Jeroboam, son of Nebat, but he also married Jezebel, daughter of Ethbal, king of the Sidonians, and began to serve Baal and worship him. He set up an altar for Baal in the temple of Baal that he built in Samaria. Ahab also made an Asherah pole and did more to arouse the anger of the Lord, the God of Israel, than did all of the kings of Israel before him. In Ahab's time, Hiel of Bethel rebuilt Jericho. He laid its foundation at the cost of his firstborn son, Ibrahim. And he set up its gates at the cost of his youngest son, Segub, in accordance with the word of the Lord spoken by Joshua, the son of Nun. And so we have various kings over Israel are kind of the focus of this chapter. Of course, kings in Judah are mentioned as well. But we start out with an evil king, Basha, and uh, Basha is succeeded by his son, Elah. And then a man named Zimri murders Elah. Elah, the son of Bashan, became king of Israel. He reigned for two years, and then uh, his official, Zimri, murdered him. Zimri came in, struck him down, and killed him in the, in the 27th year of Asa, king of Judah. Then he succeeded him as king. But he only reigned for seven days, because when the Israelites heard about the murder, Uh, They proclaimed the captain of the army of Israel, a man named Omri, to be the king of Israel. And so this Omri is an important character for one primary reason. He's the father of a very wicked king named Ahab. So King Omri, his major claim to fame is that he's the father of Ahab, who we'll get to shortly. But he also purchased a piece of property, a hill, that became the area we now call Samaria. Uh, He purchased this um, hill from a man named Shemar for two talents of silver, and he built a city there, and he named the city after Shemar, calling it Samaria, or Shemaria. And uh, so the the area of Samaria, this is the origin of it. This Omri purchased the property and built the city there. And then the city became a, a center of idolatry and stronghold of wickedness in the northern kingdom. But Omri eventually died. He was buried in Samaria, and Ahab, his son, succeeded him as king. 
Now, Ahab is going to be the focus of the next few chapters. And so he reigned over Israel for 22 years, and he made Samaria his headquarters. And this was a very evil man. The Bible says that he did more evil in the eyes of the Lord than any of those kings before him. Now, I have to remind you, all of the kings of the Israel, the northern kingdom, had perpetuated the idolatry of Jeroboam. It's mentioned repeatedly in this chapter. I won't um, read those verses again. But under each king, except um, for the man who reigned seven days, the mention is there that the sin of Jeroboam was perpetuated. That was the two golden calves that Jeroboam had set up, the false religion. And so, speaking of Ahab, this verse uh, 31 of chapter 16 says, he considered it trivial to commit the sins of Jeroboam. So he did that, but he also married a woman named Jezebel, who becomes a very uh, important Bible character moving forward. Actually, she, her name appears in the book of Revelation, so often known from this point forward throughout the whole Bible. Ahab began to serve a god Baal, or Baal, and uh, to worship him. He set up an altar for Baal or Baal in uh, Samaria, and he built a temple for him there. He also set up an Asherah pole, which was a, another god, uh, representing another god. And so once again, it's mentioned several times that he did more evil than all of the kings of Israel before him. A little footnote at the end of this chapter that during Ahab's reign, a man named Hael rebuilt the city of Jericho. You may recall that Joshua, in chapter 6 of Joshua, when he destroyed Jericho, he put a curse on it. And he said, may the man who lays its foundation lose his firstborn son, and the man that uh, sets up his gates lose his youngest son. And so this man, uh, Ael, did the uh, rebuilding of Jericho, and he lost both of his sons in accordance with the word of the Lord. Interesting epitaph. But uh, I just want to focus on these kings that perpetuated the sin of Jeroboam. Friends, we have no idea how those that we influence will continue either to live righteously before the Lord or to sin before the Lord. And those that we inspire one way or the other, some of their actions are charged or credited to our account. And so we want to pray into that. Lord, we pray that um, before we knew you, before we we sought you before we served you, we may have led some people in the wrong direction. Lord, we don't want to be like um, Jeroboam and cause people to sin for many generations after us. Lord, sever those things we did before Christ. Cause them to be null and void and to have no impact on our successors, whether friends or family or acquaintances. And Lord, those things that we've done for you and your kingdom, that influence that we've had for you and your kingdom, may it take deep root and bring much fruit until Jesus comes. In his precious name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.